0: Hello and welcome to the Venus and Vesta Astrology Podcast. Uh, this is September 2022, stars. So what is going on in September in the stars? So we've got a game of two halves, as they say in football for September. It's a really incredible month, but... The first half and the second half are two different factions. Now the first half is a dance-off between Mercury, the planet of communication, connection and and thinking, and Mars, the dynamic planet of um, aggression, of, of certainty, of taking action and being bold and courage and also of sex, let's not forget. But both these planets are in air signs and they're fizzing and cracking and playing together. They really are Having fun, so I think that's going to be quite an exciting start to the month, and that's happening over the first week and into the second week, too. Now, the second half has plenty of action in Libra. Libra is the sign of relationships and love, so. Whatever's going on in there is sure to enhance relationships or bring the focus on to romance. So there are love stakes here, you know, and there is min- actually minimal risk. There is also the opportunity for making money and, and creating wealth with Libra at this time. So we have quite a cracking month to get through. So I'm quite excited um, to talk about this incredible month, um, which is which is good news and makes a change (laughs) for the the disaster and destruction that normally has been going on lately so however um the first week the aforementioned mars um mars has just recently been in uh active it's coming to gemini and it's made a, a square with with the new moon in virgo and that was at the end of august so mars is already quite feisty he's come into gemini and he's going to be there for seven months so he's entered into this arena and he's like bossed it here i am this new moon with virgo which he was exact you know an exact square to is very challenging it really means for the for the virgo new moon right we've really got to get this going it superpowers it up and of course this is going to kick things off and it has kicked things off um Mars is slightly crazy and ungrounded against Virgo, very precise and very careful. And this square is at odds, but it does mean things will happen. So Mars has entered into Gemini and it's like hello I'm here we've got an alert to his entrance just by this new moon and as I say he is going to spend seven months in Gemini he doesn't get out of Gemini till the 26th of March 2023 that's quite a long time and it's disproportionate for Mars to spend seven months in one planet Mars takes two years to go around the whole zodiac so seven months in one sign is a very long time um, so when he comes in in here he's made a cracking entrance and it's like we have to sit up and take notice because there's going to be work to do for the whole of this seven months that are to do with Mars this is our certainty our way forward where we're going to take action in Gemini our thinking our connections um, the way we want to travel and our digital lives as well um, so this is all going to be on point in focus for the next seven months so as Mars has entered Gemini it then immediately makes a trine with Mercury who is in Libra now um, this all happens in the first week so in the first week they're both playing a little dance with each other um, around about the same number low numbers of their respective air signs so they're having a dance together when they make a when they're in two in air signs like that it's making a trine and therefore it's an easy connection it's a nice flow of energy between the two planets and they're having fun it's it's good fun and you know so they're having flirty banter which is what we call flat they're having flanter and they're playing they're dancing it's it's good news um they're both in air signs so this is going to be sparkling laughter it's going to be witty and really they're very clever together you know they Mercury in Libra can charm the birds out of the trees and Mars in Gemini can tell you things have you splitting your sides with laughter and be quite devious and naughty. So together, it will be fun. And, you know, we can expect lots of comedy to come out and lots of, of fun and, and laughter and, and, you know, taking the mick out of things. So in a way, this is really good. But of course, there will be complications. They're both quite tricky operators. Um, they're silver-tongued duo and they're kind of slightly too slick and that's the thing about astrology when you say a square and a trine trines are good squares are bad the the trine energy is such a good flow of energy that sometimes it's almost like too good and there's too and it's too much so i'm just adding a, a small caution here that things could get a little bit too outrageous when people get too enthusiastic. And, you know, if you want to use this time to charm someone or get to know someone or or delve a little deeper into into what's going on, this is the time because I think there's a sort of magical silver-tongued, not going to turn into fork-tongued way of of getting around people and um, getting having some interesting conversations. So... You know, it's up to us whether it goes too fun or, or, you know, we can use it to our benefit. So I say it's going to be complicated That on the level that the, with the flow of energy, it might be almost too much. But also on the 3rd of September, Mars enters the shadow zone of its upcoming retrograde Period. Now the retrograde doesn't happen until the 30th of October, but it enters the shadow zone at eight degrees. And as any planet enters the shadow zone, it's like suddenly you have to become aware of what's going on around you within those themes that is actually going to take a little bit of a journey at some point. So you can look around you aware uh Gemini is in your chart or early Gemini and go, Well, what's going on here that potentially is going to take a journey? And this this um retrograde you know leaves gemini makes gemini stay oh sorry makes mars stay in gemini seven months so this is the long game here so as mars in gemini t- moves into the shadow zone we can say that the that Mars is going to connect with Gemini's more shadow side, the shadow twin. And that's the, the side that Gemini likes to hide and gloss over. So sometimes, you know, when Mars goes into the shadow, the actual the day it happens, and this is the 3rd of September, we might find something tricky appear, a lie comes to, to you know, to, uh, a lie gets highlighted, we've understood something the wrong way, and suddenly things going a bit subversive, so or maybe even sinister you know, and this process can can go on. So it might appear again, or you might just clock it and forget about it. But certainly it may come up again uh, when we get to the 30th of October and beyond, um, because Mars doesn't finish the retrograde until the second week of January. So even then that in the second week of January, Mars will be back at this spot. And this spot is the uh, eight degree Gemini. And so things from here could be unravelling or they could be snowballing. So that's the dates from the 30th of October when Mars goes retrograde to January, 2022, the second week of January, when when it goes forward again. And then also when it leaves Gemini on March, 2023. So this is the thing that connects Mars with Mercury at the moment, because on the 10th of September, Mercury starts to retrograde in Libra, but it's also retrograding from the eight degree period, the eight degree point. Now, um, this means that they're both going either ending or starting their retrograde action at eight degrees. And this kind of gives them a sort of matching kind of premise. And those two eight degrees are in trine to each other. So the two retrogrades are somehow twinned. So even though this Mars retrograde isn't going to happen to the 30th of October, it's like Mercury is giving us a taster of what is going on already for this pivot spot of eight degrees. So this is eight degrees of two air signs, Libra and Gemini. And so if you want to have a look at your own charts, anything, any planets you've got at eight degrees or, or seven or nine as well are really going to get dragged into this debacle. And you know, we're really going to have to reconsider and re-look at some of the things around that and and things will fall in your lap that you will have to look at and um, give extra thought to during this period. So that's a little note for anyone with planets at eight degrees. Now, as I mentioned, Mercury goes retrograde on the 10th of September, but also on the 10th of September, we have the full moon in Pisces. I mean, these planets really work together. And when you just study them as long as I do, you realise that there's always a full moon, a new moon, something happening around the, the, the beginnings of Mercury retrograde that kind of gives it a little bit of an edge and so when Mercury gets going into retrograde you know we we get taught to fear the retrograde and I always feel like it's the day it turns is the most problematic because once it's turned I think we get used to these ideas of what Mercury is doing and we're thinking in a different way and looking at something we're already set in motion but the day it The day it turns direction, then just happens to be the full moon in Pisces, uh, does bring around quite a lot of emotional charge. And of course, this is Pisces. So there is going to be huge amounts of emotion, extra emotion, extra confusion, because Pisces isn't the most certain of signs anyway. So I would say don't dread any retrograde because it is time for you to reconsider when the planets are all going in forward direction. We have no chance to recheck, reconsider. It's like... Full speed ahead without any checks. So when a retrograde happens, it gives us time to really make sure that we're going in the right direction, to redo things, to reconsider. And so the full moon here, it's actually conjunct, just in a wide conjunction to the planet Neptune, who is also in Pisces. And Neptune brings along so much um, uncertainty, confusion, and we kind of have to surrender to what's going on with Neptune. And so there is a once we understand that there is a Neptune process going on, we can almost surrender to it and, and, and allow it to take us there because what Neptune also delivers is a certain amount of magic and a certain amount of serendipity and a certain amount of glamour that we can't really create ourselves. It just happens to us. So we have to give in to it. So this Pisces full moon on the day of Mercury retrograde in Libra um, libra being about relationships i think it may involve um you know us reconsidering uh, a past relationship um maybe someone walks in that, you know, a past love walks in and maybe there comes a wave of emotional knowing about that. Maybe it's not them physically walking in the door, <laughs> although I bet you, and I would like to hear from anyone who has that because I'm, I, I, I'm, it never ceases to amaze me when um, exes walk through the door on a retrograde, not just the Venus retrograde, the Mercury retrograde and the Mars retrograde. But anyway, um, so... Yeah, don't be surprised if someone, if they actually physically walk in the door, but also it's either the knowing or the understanding of what happened in that relationship can also drop. That's like a real emotional knowing, a wisdom drops in as well. Or someone who has all their traits comes along, or someone very similar to them, or the person who has their traits that you need to heal from comes in. So, there is a huge opportunity here for healing in this reconsidering. And maybe it's not so painful this time around. Maybe when someone comes in that's similar to your ex and they're doing the same things, this is time, it's a for you, for, this is an opportunity for you to go, Well, I'm going to respond differently to this. I'm going to behave in a different way and I'm not going to get triggered. And I can see how this person is operating that I've called into my life so that I can heal that part of me that isn't loving myself enough or, um, you know, understanding how relationships work enough or whatever it may be. Because, of course, you know, with Mercury and Libra, there will be a lot more understanding about how you operate within relationships. So this is a real opportunity for, for romance or for healing from romance and Let's not forget also money, money-making opportunities. And I think this is also saying to us that these money-making opportunities are really about the vibe that you bring, the the idea that um, you know, if you meet people with poverty consciousness, you understand that it's they are creating their lack of wealth or their lack of con- or their concern about the money is just driving them mad into a place where they are not as wealthy as they might be. So with um with this idea with the full moon in pisces and mercury going retrograde in libra i think there's also a reconsidering about how we behave in money and one of the good things is always every couple of months i have to look in my diary and say what am i creating financially what am what am i creating and sometimes you find that you're creating you're spending too much or your focus is so much on spending um or worry and it's not enough on focus on How can I bring in more money and uh, how do I feel about it? How can I vibrationally connect with the money that I want to have without being too law of attraction? But that that is a, a good exercise to do to make sure that you keep checking yourself back into the right financial vibe and the right love vibe too. So with this full moon in Pisces, um, which is connecting with so much air, I think it's a really good idea to really check in with your emotions and, and bring them to life, bring, give them some speech, express your emotions. Um, because Mercury in retrograde... Kicking up with Mars in Gemini, they're both in air. They're kicking up the air. There's flurries of of gusts, of winds. These are the winds of change, and it's like something's brewing. And it reminded me of Mary Poppins. Actually, you know, winds in the east. There's there's mist coming in. There's things brewing and about to begin. So there is a magical quality to this moon with the wateriness of it and the magic in it because Neptune is magic, and so with the air signs as well, the the what's going on with the air. I really think there's this real opportunity for, for, for Mary Poppins to come in and put things right. Now, I'm sure Mary Poppins was a Virgo because uh, she does put things right. You know, a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. And um, Venus is in Virgo right now. And She's uh, in Virgo and around the 15th and 16th of September it's Venus that is going to be making a square to Mars. Now Venus is the archetypal feminine and Mars is the archetypal male so when they make a square it's like this feisty argument you know she's arguing with him and Really, what this happens because Mars is so directional and ready to charge on in ahead. Venus comes along and goes, Hold on a minute, let's do this right. Let's do the you know, hold on, stop, 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 slow down, let's do this right. Let's add some Uh, fabulousness to it let's do it in the right way and of course she's in Virgo she really wants to do it in the right way so this is a reminder for proper behavior even though we're going full speed ahead in one way in our heads we're going full speed ahead with the Mars in Gemini anyway but Venus here in Virgo with the square wants us to be mindful of this behavior mindful of creating balance and also that mindful that we're going to fulfill our personal obligations within this and we will do the right thing or seemingly do the right thing we've got to do and also with virgo and venus she's got truth at her heart and she wants you to have truth and be pure and honest about it so this clash between venus in virgo and mars in gemini is on the 15th of 16th of september and you know it is an argumentative energy so you might find yourself having a little set too, but nothing too crazy um but this is for the good this works for the good. And when, as Mary Poppin says, when you change the view from where you stood, the things you view will change for good. So there is this idea, you know, that we have got Mars in Gemini for so long. But Venus here is kind of giving it a check to to, to make sure that we come come with the right energy for um, the best results for everyone at the Simon. Of course it is Virgo season and the sun is in Virgo and she is creating, you know, really good grounded energy to get things done, to be efficient. And, uh, you know, we can roll with this energy, you know, that it is nice to know that we're coming from a good platform when the sun is in Virgo and there's, there's um, a groundedness to, to the air that's going on. The Virgo sun as I say, is a very grounded energy. And first, the Virgo sun is, makes an opposition to Neptune. And that allows us to create some of the vision, to have an idea, whatever the vision is, to actually put it into words, to, to make a plan, to make it happen. And then the Virgo sun makes a trine connection with Pluto in Capricorn. And this gives it much more of a force, a certainty. Um, and this gives it an, an ability to really cut through some of the obstacles. Uh, Obstacles that might be in the way and really get it get to grips with what we want to happen with with either what we're making financially what we're making romantically and also because Virgo likes to be on the right diet with the right health what we are creating for ourselves are we in a good space to create all these things so This is quite a lucky energy, a good energy for us to really work with. We've been inspired and kind of had some crazy ideas and thoughts and discussions with the Mars Mercury. And now we've got the Venus in Virgo making a square and with the Venus sun really making good connections so that we've got grounded and and a plan that really is going to work into the future. This is good. Because on the 23rd of September the sun enters Libra and that becomes the equinox when the earth is in a complete balance and the halfway between the two solstices so there's equal day and equal night and there's a harmony to that and that's how Libra likes it with this harmony. Um, But the thing is At the exact same time as the Sun moves into Libra, Mercury retrogrades and retrogrades in front of the Sun. And when Mercury does that, Mercury's like this tiny pea-sized planet and it comes in front of the Sun, which is, if you would imagine scale to the peanut to the whole clock face of big ben in london's big ben that's this tiny pea that moves in front of it if you ever see it if you look it on the internet that's what it that's the size proportion of mercury in a retrograde in front of the sun when it goes forward it doesn't go in front of the sun it only retrogrades backwards in front of the sun um from our point of view. And in this instance, we call it a Kazemi. And I love a conce- Kazemi. There's only two planets that make a Kazemi, and that's Mercury and Venus, because they're the only two planets that make an inferior conjunction to the sun, all the other planets on the other side. So go around the back, as it were. <laughs> um, so when this tiny pea-sized planet goes in front of the sun, um, it becomes emboldened and it and it borrows the the force and the vitality of this giant sun that feeds, feeds us all and so it's supersized it's like supersize me geezer this is a mega wattage of information from mercury to give to us and it's like opens up our minds to something incredibly new and this is when you get the the message drop the info drop and light bulbs go on um Mercury goes Kazemi only three on three days a year for a short period. And because this is happening in Libra, we know it's going to be concerned with relationships and love. So this is amazing. This is like in the now we're in the second half of. September when Libra has all the action so already you know at the zero degree Libra we have a Kazemi and that's super special to have this amazing and rare occurrence of Mercury becoming so emboldened in the sign of love and relationships and it's such a good sign for anyone wanting to start a relationship or in a relationship and wanting it to be better or to make overtures this is fantastic now also because venus rules libra um uh, and venus is, is is what we value in our hearts and what we value also such as gold money and art and beauty so this is also good for anyone contemplating anything of a money making um wealth making uh financial decisions and what venus does here is to say do it in do it with sorry what venus says here or, or what mercury sorry what Mercury says here in the Kazemi is do it with grace, do it with such graciousness, do it with love, do add some beauty, add a flourish to it, whatever it is in your buying a house in order then for this to really bring in Venus codes and, and make it happen in a good way. So whatever day this is like the most luckiest day of the year. This is lovely and I'm really happy about it. So, yeah get out there, get out there in your best attitude, your best clothes. So the idea here now also is that remember we are in Virgo, Venus is in Virgo. And in that sense, um, there's, there's a real discernment and a groundedness to the choices we make. So if you operate on that basis I know we can't go too far wrong and with Mars in Gemini we're being encouraged to use our voice and and do some spells spell ing use your voice out loud for this for Mars in Gemini because Mars in Gemini is not doesn't want you to remain quiet Mars in Gemini says you want to say out loud what you really wish for because what you wish for on this Kazemi and you think it in your head say it out loud it's it has a hundred times more chances of happening if you say it out loud or even create a mantra for yourself and even if it is looking in the mirror going i am enough as a marissa peer will say <laughs> i am enough i am enough it works enough and so um you know this is you creating the life you want the the people or the things to come into your life and truly the gods are listening on this day so this is the 23rd of September so it's remember it's also the equinox it's a really kind of special day for all these factors to come together now if that wasn't enough to make you go out in your best, in your Sunday best, just remember that this Kazemi is happening at zero, zero degrees Libra. And the zero ze- blah, 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 the zero, zero degree of any sign is like a, like a new beginning. It's like a here we come. We're going to learn about this and we're going to bring in really fresh energy. So this is this is very exciting. Now, um, at the same time as this. Venus in in Venus in Virgo is also making an opposition to Neptune. And again, as we know, Neptune, it does create the magic. So as this Kazemi is happening on the equinox, Virgo in Venus is making an opposition to Neptune, magical Neptune. And it's like we've taken a love potion. It really is. There's there's magical love potion energy around this. And it's like Titania in the fairies when she takes the takes the magic drops or they actually put on her eyelids. Um, So it's like our own midsummer dream. But really, it's an equinox reality and we can make it happen. We can make more of it happen and use the energy, um, use the energy for more exciting and satisfying outcomes now, this already feels like Valentine's Day at the wrong end of the year. However, there is on top of this, on top of the Kazemi in Libra and top of the fact that it's equinox, there's a new moon on the 25th of September, a new moon in Libra. It's a two degree Libra. So it's early Libra. And even so, this is just going to add weight to any dalliances, any flirts that you might have, any kind of, like I say, money making opportunities, anything that feels like it's got some value in it is going to be increased. And so this is rather exciting. And you can really make this new moon energy work for you. And I know it's too simplistic to say that the new moon is the beginning and a full moon is a, com- a completion of things. But really, with such energy going around with the Kazemi and the Equinox, I really really feel that this is a new start for so many people for healing as much as to creating another relationship or going into business. So it's very lucky and very romantic. Now, this new moon, um, it's kind of like adds weight to everything we've been saying. And even if you've kind of in a relationship or thinking of a relationship and it's kind of, am I deluded that this is going to work? Am I? Is this delusional? It can kick start something, kickstart your dreams. It might seem preposterous, but as the new moon kicks in on the 25th, also Mercury has retrograded back to sit with Venus. So they're conjunct in late Virgo and they make a beautiful trine with Pluto. So they're conjunct together, Mercury and Venus. I mean, you know, even more stakes for bringing back the ex or reconsidering where you went wrong, reconsidering what's the right thing to do, reconsidering them, them physically um, because they make a trine with Pluto. And Pluto is in Capricorn, of course. And so this gives it real commitment. This gives it a, a, a force. It gives it much more power to what to just an ordinary conjunction between those two, it almost like, yeah, this is going to happen. It rubber stamps it in such a big way. So I'm encouraging everyone to go with the energy here because it has the opportunity for you to reconsider and heal and grow from it, but also to create something wonderful, romantic and, and lovely. So go with it. It's like we've all taken this love potion. It's all we've taken Titania's love potion and we've all gone starry eyed. And not only that, the planets are here going, yes... The planets are actually giving us a blessing. They're blessing our choice of whoever we want to connect with, which is wonderful. So if this isn't with love, it's with good business deals and it's about the money and your decisions. It's also about creating art and beauty. So anything you want to create within your home or beyond, depending as well where this is, where early Libra is in your chart, in your chart so there is a bewitchment happening really which is utterly charming and there is an enchantment that really allows us to make things happen as I say it has the weight and the commitment of the big planets behind it so this is a really wonderful second half to September and it's very exciting now to add to all of this as well on the 29th right at the end on the 29th of September Venus moves into her home sign of Libra for three weeks so this is incredible too so when Venus connects in her home sign and after all the things we've been talking about there's so much beauty loving money-making opportunities to be done and we've got to do it with grace and um as I go and see um A master, Cheng Fu, he says, in the beauty way, we've got to do things in the beauty way with grace, mindfulness and awareness and with a bit of love. And that is the that is the teaching here of Libra. It's a real magical boost for September, especially in these hard times when we've been going through so much. You haven't heard me speak like this for a long time. So I'm quite, uh, I'm very excited and I hope you are too. I want to hear how this works out for you. And so please message me, Instagram or um, however, and I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much for listening um, to the September 2022 episode and I'll hopefully catch you again very soon.